Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Live from the Forgotten Realms at the BBC, the Bullywugs Broadcast Center, it's Saturday Night Live! Starring... Daryl Wilson. I'm just like leaning up against like a door in the middle of New York City holding a pizza and I wink. <laughs> Henry Oak. Ooh, Henry is uh, sampling from a farmer's market in this cool neon street in New York City. Glenn Close. Glenn is like tuning up the guitar and does the old like, oh, I didn't see you there. And then the bandmates <laughs> behind him just look pissed. It's like, why have you not tuned yet? <laughs> Ron Stampler. It's literally just a bad headshot and the audience doesn't even clap that much. <laughs> <laughs> and introducing your host, Peyton Bennett. Peyton is like chasing down the host of this week's show with a knife. <laughs> Welcome to Saturday Night Live. It's an advice show where people call in asking for uh, advice about fatherhood, and you're going to get it from you're going to get it from these four daddies. <laughs> you're going to get advice. From these four daddies and me, paid your main man, who's a daddy in spirit, I'd like to think. We're going to be taking calls, which means just, just shout real loud from wherever you are in your village. Hey, Peyton. Hi, Henry here. I just want to say, I think it's really nifty that you have your own show here at the Bullywogs Broadcast Center. I think that's so cool. You're such an enterprising eight-year-old. I just want to say, you're doing a great job, kid. You're going to you're gonna go places. Yeah, I'm doing it on spec. We're not actually recording right now. I just feel like, I just want to, <laughs> I want to get people hyped up about it. Are we asking the questions? You are no, the Ron. opposite. Oh, we're answering the yeah, questions. we're that's, answering them, Ron. That's great. I'm not yeah. a great asker, but I'm a great answerer. Uh, I'm looking forward to meeting all of these new voices. Oh, mm. wow, my resident stones are just lighting up in this bag here. Stone one, who do we got? Happy Father's Day. What would you say are some things you should or shouldn't do or say when you discover that you're going to be a dad? Thank you. Thank you, Sophie P. You know, when both of my boys were born... Uh, I, I had like a poem ready that I wrote <laughs> for them. And then, you know, it was kind of like my little welcome to earth moment for the two boys and for Mercedes. <laughs> you punched him in the face and said, welcome to earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to say, who's the father? And then like, you know, raise your eyebrows. Uh-huh. No, I, I did. I had to ask that. Uh, yeah, that. Well, yeah, you did. <laughs> you did, Ron. That makes sense. 
I think something that you wouldn't want to say, which is, uh, this is a, a joke of sorts, you wouldn't want to be like, well, is it terminal, doctor? Is it serious? Is there something I can take for that? <laughs> <laughs> that's dark, man. <laughs> wow, Ron. Well, that's why it's a joke. Well, you know, I would say that if you do discover you're going to be a dad, first things first is you're going to make sure you check what the various financial support needs are depending on your relationship with whoever it is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, playing Christmas music doesn't actually mean you sleep around a lot. Actually, a lot of people think that, but no, it's not. I don't. The case. I don't think Pretty. I ever heard that. Is that something that people think that? Be- I didn't think that. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Oh. But I, I do want to say that you know, if you do sleep around with a lot of people, that's okay too, Glenn. You know, the um, it doesn't really have anything to do with the question that was being asked, but you know, <laughs> a question for adventuring dads. When your child is old enough, what would your recommendation be for a first pet? Cat, dog, rabbit, or something more exotic like a snake? Thank you for that question, Rob. I would say a knife. First. (laughs) (laughs) A knife? (laughs) Was that your first pet, Peyton? First, last, and only. What did you name it? Uh, um, I don't want to say stabby because that's really, like, obvious. (laughs) Well, you, you don't have to say well, that. You, don't have, you can just say whatever the actual name was. You don't have to. Yeah, we could, won't judge, yeah. we you. Won't judge to you. impress us by coming up with something funny or cool. Like, if his name was Stabby, that's okay. You're eight. No one expects you to be a grown man who would come up with something funny, like, in an improv setting. So if it's Here's the, the thing of, about knives. Much like enemies, they lose some of their sharpness if you know their name. The mystique is part of its allure. So I can't. The only time you'll know its name is when it's about to enter your uh, neck. Wow. That's what she said. I mean, dogs. Dogs are a man's best friend. Or all, all people's. Y'all, y'all's best friends. All, all man, woman, everybody's best They're best friends. So just Yeah, I, I agree in that a, a pet is something that should be cherished and potentially married. Uh, me, uh, Ron Stampler, I met the love of my life posing as a pet. And maybe she thought she was getting a pet, but maybe she thought she was getting a partner. All I mean is it's the same thing. It's a lifelong commitment. Till death do you part. And thankfully, hamsters die early. <laughs> You know, I'll pick up on what Ron's laying down there. I think, you know, call me crazy. I think a classic starter pet is like a like a guppy fish or a gerbil. It's something your kids can love. But, you know, it's you know, sometimes you need that important conversation about death to kind of help them work through that and process that. And I'm not saying that you buy a pet that, you know, is going to die soon. But, you know, like sometimes one that's already dead. That is is what you just said, though. (laughs) That's that's exactly what what he said. I, I. it's not what I'm trying to say, is I guess, because it sounds a little cruel when you say it that way. So I'm trying yeah, to say the same thing. I don't want to give my kid a dead animal. I'm not. That's like a meal. I'm not going to be like, here's a cow. And if you I didn't do that, I'd still say a dog. Just get them like a really old dog. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could get them a really old dog that is going to die soon. You could get them like, I feel like what's nice about a guppy is that it dies. I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> How would you, and you won't care about it very much. Let's be honest. I guess what I Do you know the name of your first guppy? I had guppies. I don't know. I don't remember the name of my first guppy. Well, yeah, I that kind of proves your point, man. And nobody gets a guppy. I got like 10 guppies because you just scoop them up from like the local pond. Like, and you put them in the jar and then you forget. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I forgot the air holes. But I was like four and that was a whole jar of dead guppies. <laughs> no offense, Daryl, but I don't know if you're the right one to maybe tackle this question. But um, it sounds like you guys have a family dog, though, and that's working out great for you. Well, yeah, but Grant lost it. That's okay. Oh, great. Oh, okay. Well, um, maybe start. Maybe next According time. To you, get, maybe murder. next time, get Grant a guppy. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Uh, out of all of the movies you've taken your kids to go and see, 
which one did you think that you would hate going into it, but you turned out to absolutely love, uh, and now you have to pretend that you you don't like it at all? Thank you for that, Sean Sekaret Hennessy. Um, that's an easy one, man. Those those Minions movies. I thought I was like, nah, I couldn't get over it. But those guys are great. I yeah, love those, those Minions little movies? banana boys. I'm right there with you, Glenn. I love those guys, man. They're great. They're hilarious. Hey, have you seen this online that sometimes people take pictures of the Minions and they put funny words with them or like a funny little saying? It'll be like, don't talk to me before I've had my coffee. Like that stuff. That, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, man. Those just, those just kill me. Of course, I'm kidding. Minions suck. <laughs> Oh, I oh, Damn, Glenn. I oh well, I kind of trusted you on that one, um, and now I, I kind of yeah, feel like I'm just kidding. They're great. Ah, it's the only Glenn. thing Universal puts out that I can stand. You know what I mean? You're as wacky <laughs> as one of those wacky minions. That's what I think. That's kind of where I get my like sense of off tilt sense of humor from. Is I just think like, what would the minions do in this situation? And I always <laughs> chuckle, and that's kind of been a big part of in- informing kind of what I do on a day to day. Man, it really had an effect on me. But like, I guess there's some hate for minions. So yeah, minions suck uh-huh and i'm winking at you you know what i mean <laughs> i get you it's one of those ironic thing to say hey say here's here's a funny minion joke from one of the big pictures that i saw on my facebook wall how do you and there's a little picture of a minion frowning at an empty coffee cup how do you feel when there's no coffee depresso <laughs> right oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway I, I was gonna say zootopia for my movie I feel like that movie, I was like, here we go. I don't really take a shining to talking animal movies. But, you know, that movie had a lot of really important, powerful things to say about prejudice and how we should treat each other. And I was just like, dang, this is a good one. Frankly, pretty much any movie that's not primer I like. You know, you put it in front of me, I can relax. <laughs> I, I drink a beer, I'm happy. So I was going to say that uh, Terry wanted to take the bus to go downtown. Uh, and I said... No, I don't want to do that. But then we ended up riding the bus and it was very nice because you can uh, listen to music, look at your phone and you don't have to worry about uh, paying attention to the road. So that was uh, that was great. So you just you had a good time on public transpo. Yeah, we we were moving. The mo- uh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Fantastic. That's my favorite type of movie. Uh, I get it. I like I like Ubers too. Trains? I think Ron says it, but I don't think Ron gets it. Uh, <laughs> or Lyft, rather. It sounds like yeah. you might have liked the movie Taxi with Queen Latifah. I have never seen it. <laughs> if you had to had one of the other dads as your dad, which dad would dad you and why? Thank you, Calvin S. Cuckley. If I mm. had to have one of you gentlemen as my dad. I think Peyton would be really cool if he was your dad, Daryl. Oh, shucks. <laughs> oh. I think Peyton, on, you know I love you, little dude. Yeah. But I think you got a lot of growing to do before you can, you know, have a, dare you. have a kiddo. Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, do you want to have a kid hey, right now? Peyton's probably killed more people than most dads have killed people. Well, let me ask the question. Peyton, do you want to have a kid right now? No, but I would step up. I would I would take that responsibility <laughs> out of myself. You know? That's a great response, Peyton, because I was just going to say that I would like you to be my dad. <laughs> Peyton, from that uh, answer, I changed my answer. I think I'd want you to be my dad also. That's a good answer. It's too late, Daryl. It's too late. He's what? my dad. <laughs> oh. Hey, there's plenty of pain to go around, baby. <laughs> hey, Glenn, do you want to say each other so that we're not left out? Like, I was going to say that I'd want you to be my dad because you seem really laid back. Oh, that's crazy. I was about to say I want me to be my own dad, too. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into that one, you scamp. <laughs> oh, that's dad always razzing on me. Ah, classic, <laughs> classic dad. Hey, Dungeon Daddy dudes, I got a question for you. How do you turn your kids' gross, gnarly days into a totally I'm tubular day? You're watching? What are you watching? Go on the go. Oh, yeah? Can dad talk? Yeah, I can. 
Are you sure? Yeah. I was asking a question to the dungeon dads. What do you think? Yeah, you can do it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Brad Ryan. It depends on the age of the kiddo. Hey, gross gnarly days can hit anybody at any time. And see, for me, what I do is I'll go to Disneyland or get some ice cream or both. You know, there's ice cream at Disneyland, which is great. What about when your son Terry is having a tough day, Glenn? Glenn. What? Isn't Glenn, your, your son Terry, when you and Terry are having a tough time, like, how do you cheer up Terry? Are you talking to me? Are you talking about Nick? I don't understand. What do you mean? Terry is Glenn's son. Your, Nick is your son. Right? No, Reversing. I think you got that flip, my man. Oh, have I been doing that wrong this whole time? Oh, jeepers. Okay, this is, I'm sorry. It's just people under 15, I have a tough time keeping track of names. It's, you know, I just kind of have like a face blindness when it comes to kids. You can use that to get out of jury duty if there's ever like a crime involving a You're kid. You're right. If I'm ever on, if there's ever a kid murder where a kid murders yeah, another kid, you, you know, that. and I was yeah, the witness, I wouldn't, have to, I wouldn't have to testify. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Peyton. Uh, Henry, there would be an unreliable witness for anything you do. Yeah, I'm going to call him first. Well, I've always felt that the best move to turn a gnarly day for whenever Nick's feeling down is a little trick I call Amazon gift card. Hmm. Oh, it's an Amazon hmm. gift card. I don't know if I want Glenn to be my dad anymore. Dang, man. You don't like Amazon? I mean, I get the politics around Bezos and stuff, but it is just kind of a nice, convenient way to get things. You know, more, no, that's true. The, if you're someone paying. who shows your affection through gift giving, I, that, that, that's true. I shouldn't judge. That's very fair. No, I think it's cool. I think it's okay to judge, Henry. Hey, Glenn. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if the best way to always solve your kids' problems is just to give them money. That's yeah, not, you know, no, no, no. Daryl, hey, as hey, long hey, as we're on, judging guys. people, he could try talking to his kid when he's having a problem. Oh, no. Well, yeah, that's oh, always no. a good thing. Listening, listen to what your kid's going through and then uh you no, know I do try- yeah no no hold and then on tell them me. we'll talk about it later <laughs> and then no, it's dissolving don't get twisted henry, guys do you have, henry do you have something to say no 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 i don't i don't i don't i don't okay well i think i think you should you gotta listen to your kid and then see what he wants to do just try to take his mind off of what's going on and have a good time don't get it twisted. The Amazon gift card is more of a solution based on what kind of video related things he wants to see and what kind of objects or things he wishes to acquire. That's just that only kind of narrowly solves those problems, which is, I think, 90 percent of kids problems. <laughs> I think if you're having a gnarly gross day, uh, you can wait until the next day and then it might not be the same day anymore. You know what, Ron? That's actually a pretty. That's a that's good. End. Some sometimes you just gotta let a kid go through. Th- like we all, you don't. Kids gotta grow up. Sometimes you know. Think about the bad days you have. You always want somebody bothering you about it. Uh, well, my thought on this is that gnarly, gross days call for a hug, and totally tubular days call for a high five. And that's the news from Lake Wobegon. Where is anyone? Never mind. <laughs> Another question. Hey, dads, longtime listener, first time caller. I have a two part question. First, can you talk about how your personal definition of masculinity has changed since having a son? And second, if you had to choose to have nipples for eyes or eyes for nipples, which would you choose? Thank you for that question, Sharesty Chippendale. Peyton, can you clarify that? I, I don't know about that first part of the question. The second one seems a little more interesting. What was the second one? What was that? Nipples the for eyes? The second one was if you were cursed and had to choose between having nipples for eyes or eyes for nipples, which would you choose? The first so- one was about... I don't think okay, it sounds like a curse. It sounds like a blessing. Well, do you lose the first one? Do you not have any more eyes at all? Like your eyes are now nipples, so you don't have eyes. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I think I that's the stipulation. That's the 
Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but it does feel like if you reword that to say, what would you rather have, extra nipples or extra eyes? The answer's pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go straight for extra eyes, man. Extra eyes, baby. But what if, what if they're exclusive, though? So what happens the other thing just becomes like skin? So you mean like they can't see other nipples? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, like, your eyes have to go on your chest. Yeah, I think he's saying, like, where it's just about the positioning thing. It's either the nipples are where your eyes would be. No, wait, this is the no, same no, either you're way, right. though. I understand what it you're saying, though. Yeah. It's either you have more eyes or more, more nipples. <laughs> more nipples. Have... No, hold on, because I think it no, means... No, it's not reversing. Oh, gosh, what a riddle. Wait, you're right. I don't think I understand the question. Is yeah, it that... either your two eyes turn into two nipples or yes. your two nipples turn into two eyes. And I would much rather have four eyes and no nipples than four nipples and no eyes. I agree. I would like my left nipple to be uh, my right eye and then my right eye to go to the location of my left nipple. Okay. So you just okay, want your right. eyes backwards on your chest is what you're saying. Yeah, I want a completely normal life, except that uh, my left nipple has switched places with my right eye. <laughs> oh, so you've got kind of an eye patch thing going on. You've got the most horrifying <laughs> eye patch reveal ever. Cocked and loaded. Yes. Just a nipple up there. Anybody have any thoughts on the first question about how your definition of masculinity changed? I think I'll take a shot on the first question, which is that, you know, before I had my two beautiful boys, I thought that being a man was all about just being really tough and really single-minded and always knowing what to do. And then I had these two beautiful boys, and they they were these wonderful little balls of chaos that came into my life. And I, I realized that being a man is about love, and it's about loving the people around you and taking care of them and giving them high fives on tubular days and hugs on gnarly days. And, you know, I just feel like maybe you don't need to be so tough all the time. Maybe you don't need to, maybe, you know, there's like, there's strength in, ah, gosh darn it, I'm rambling now. I think it's a good it. answer. Before I became a father, I thought that I couldn't possibly be more manly and masculine. <laughs> but I learned after becoming a stepfather and stepping up that I was wrong. That, that that that's it, huh? That's it. What were you wrong about? That you could become more manly? Is that what the Oh I, no, I my manliness, my masculinity has increased to such a degree that uh, oh. that uh, previous life Ron mm. who thought that he could not be any manlier, well, that guy just looks like a sissy who didn't know anything mm. anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think much as, I mean, other than just kind of really understanding what my, I mean, my dad always taught me that not being a man, just being a good person was being there for your family. So, you know, I think when I was young, I didn't always understand that. But once I had my own kid, it's true. I don't think it it changed so much as just, I really kind of learned that my dad was right. Like he usually was. Whether you've got nipples for eyes or eyes for nipples, the important thing is that you're there for your kids. (laughs) <laughs> Fantastic. Do you think if you had eyes for your nipples for eyes, like, and you ran a marathon, like, would you put Vaseline to stop them from chaff? Like, your eyes would chaff, right? That'd be horrible. If you had eyes for nipples, would you wear a shirt like this or like this? You'd wear it with the, the nipples cut out like a bead. Yeah. <laughs> well, free the nipple is free the nipple, not free the nipple. So I don't understand why anybody was ever... Oh, and now they'd have to say, excuse me, my eyes are down here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) All right, more questions. Hi, dads. I was just wondering what the first thing that you said to your sons were after they were born. Thank you for that lovely question, Ellie Solomon. Well, this is an easy one, man. What I did was I held my fist out for a fist bump, and I got it. That's how I knew that Nick was a true blue close boy. <laughs> did he return your fist bump at the age of zero? Yes. Wow. I mean, because well, I mean, he was kind of flailing around. I don't know if, how much you know 
like intention was behind it, but I felt the intention. You know what I mean? Glenn, have you felt it? Your, your, yeah. your son, he fist pumped you right then. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean, I think honestly, I, I don't remember. There's a lot of emotions that happened. I mean, honestly, I probably said something like you're perfect or you're beautiful or, you know, there's just a lot of, Gross. well, sorry, Peyton, what do you want, man? It's a big, it's a big deal when your kid comes out. Hey, hey Peyton, Peyton, what would you say to your kid if you had a kid? Yeah. Yeah. You want to be a dad? I, I go, I go, hell yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it, huh? That's it? Yeah. I'd see the kid and be like, ooh, it looks like me, but small. Hell yeah. You know, that's really positive. I think that, that, that no, it's good, good to show enthusiasm. Gosh, for me, there was a lot of weepy crying. And then, you know, I, I stammered out the, the sort of contemporaneous poem that sprung to my mind as I saw my two beautiful boys. You remember any lines from that poem? Oh, let's, it's been so long, but the words are still etched in my heart. Let's see if I can remember them. Oh, joyous leaves oh, that boy. have sprung forth... From the ground of Glenn, why? Oh, my me and my wife's love. Uh, why did you ask for this? What you know, kind of that's okay. I get it. That's I, cool. I love it. Like yeah, flowers you maybe, shall oh, you boy. bud and face the sun and I shall cherish and love and water and protect you and fill you uh-huh. with joy and Love fertilize it. your soil, but not in oh a boy. gross way, in like a way that it's a plant metaphor for all your days. My beautiful boys, I love you. Namaste. I think that was the poem. I might have loved a line or two in there, but that was the poem, I think. And again, there was a lot of crying going on. Ron, what did you say when you first met your kid? Because like you probably remember that. I mean, it's probably more recent, right? Yeah, it was. It that was been nerve wracking. Uh, yeah, I uh, well, uh, Samantha had talk to me about it a lot before I met him. And then um, I think she talked to Terry a lot too. So there was a lot of talking going on. But then when I first met Terry, I said, hi, I'm Ron. You can call me Ron. And then he just didn't talk to me for six months. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you guys, you put the work in, Ron. You guys are doing really well now. We are. You know, I, I like to stay on my toes because I, whenever I'm in doubt of what to say, to give words of encouragement to my stepson, Terry Jr., I just say, hi, I'm Ron. Mm. Hey, Payne, you want to do another question there? Yeah, I do. I had a question for you guys. Uh, uh, my wife and I are due for our first child in September, and I wanted to sing him. Uh, I mean, I'm not the best singer, but I wanted to sing a lullaby to him. Uh, and I was wondering if you guys had any suggestions or if you maybe... Uh, had some that you sung to your sons. That question's I mean, from Eric Bahorquez. I always just go for the Iron Maiden discography. Run to the Hills is always a good one to get them going. Mm, interesting. You fall asleep to that one. That galloping beat, you know, kind of just lulls you to sleep. Yeah, I think that I think it works pretty well. I found it works pretty good. You don't turn it up, Henry. Like, you know, you keep it nice and quiet. But, you know, I feel the same way about my favorite lullaby, Green Sleeves. Which is a classic. I mean, as the kids say, that shit slaps. You put green sleeves on, that baby's going to sleep. And, you know, that was always like, you know, maybe you played on a nice recorder or a lute. Like, you know, I find that medieval music really, really soothes the nerves of a wee baby. Slap that baby. 
Well, no, no, that's no, a, Peyton, the, no, no, Peyton, that's actually a little bit of vernacular from our world, which I think oh, re- okay. refers to the slap of a slap bass is, I think, where that oh. comes from. I was just willing to go with you on it. I thought it was kind of creepy, but I was like, I'll support Henry. Like, whatever. He seems confident. Yeah, you don't, don't, well, yeah, don't, the doctor might, I don't, do they even do that Unless anymore? they're choking on something, in which case I think you want to slap him on the back? It's been a while no, since I, think, I had yeah. to do that. I think you do the, you do like a suction thing, don't you? no. No, Glenn. It's like a. It's depending on the age. It's like a put them over your forearm and do a little back slap sort of thing. I don't know about the suction thing. <laughs> no, there is. There's like that. a suction thing. No, what do you want? No, 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 I mean definitely... you don't have to elaborate. It sounds wrong. Yeah. So I mean, maybe I'll just say that Daryl and his friend Matt didn't learn that in any classes <laughs> preparing for a baby. Oh, Daryl! I didn't know you had a friend named Matt. Who's your friend Matt? I think every white guy has a friend named Matt. <laughs> <laughs> every woman has dated three Matts. <laughs> every woman has dated three Matts. Except for my wife. She only dated one. <laughs> oh. Who was it? <laughs> Carol dated your friend Matt? Is that what you just said? <laughs> yep, that's what I said. Oh. Wow. I thought you guys um, met in high school. He must have been like her junior high boyfriend or something. Yeah, probably. He's probably awesome. Hey, Peyton, who did you say asked that question? That was Eric Bohorquez. Oh, that's so wild. My, uh, well, she's uh, more than a friend, less than a lover. Beth May <laughs> actually went to high school with a uh, a man named Eric Bohorquez. And uh, speaking of lullabies, they seem to have a song that they knew by heart that I think would be great for kids. It, it's called Lose Yourself by Eminem. <laughs> uh, I know all the lyrics, of course, but uh, if... Eric is looking for ideas. Maybe he could think back to those high school times and, and spit a verse for his upcoming son. Delightful. All right. <laughs> I usually just do. Can you spill the tea on Beth May of this guy? It sounds. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like there's something there. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I know that she'd say like, oh, my God, Eric, so good to hear from you. Love you. I'm so excited for you and Christina. <laughs> Woo. I think that's what Fantastic. she would say. That's that's so, my mm, best impression. Ron, that's a good impression. <laughs> that's a really good impression. Insanely good I mean, impression. I know. Wow, Ron. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. Let's have one last question. All right. Hey, guys. If you were to create the ideal perfect dad, Powerpuff Girl style, what traits must be included and why? Thank you again, Maddie Gillespie, for that final question. Oh, I love that. Do we all want to say one and then, like, that'll be the perfect dad? Like, whatever each one of us says? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's okay. all, all right. We're all standing around the big pot of Chemical X, and we've all got to throw in something to make the perfect Powerpuff dad. So, um, uh, Glenn, why don't you kick us off? 2020 vision. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. the first. <laughs> you could have been anything. Gee whiz, as a glasses wearer, I feel kind of subtly attacked by that. No, Glenn, that's a good answer because they got laser surgery. You think you can fix yourself right now? I'm just saying it's important that the dad have it's nice and sharp. So that way, any sort of threats from afar, like any sort of like rogue vehicles or what have you, you got plenty of warning. That's a good answer, Glenn, because I was just going to say I was just going to say the best trait would be to be my dad, like just throw my dad in there. And he didn't have 2020 vision. So like I never thought anybody could be better than my dad. But I guess my dad with better vision. This guy really likes his dad. Jesus would be good. Okay, so we have 2020 Vision, Daryl's dad. Uh, yeah. Ron, what would you throw in? Maybe uh, a few receipts. Um, <laughs> My dad kept receipts. And then... Gotta do that. No, just, you know, like the receipts you might you might keep in pockets or something. Oh, that's a good idea. Can I change your mind to having a wallet chain? <laughs> 
I think a lot of dads have hairy arms, and then some are do not have hair on their heads. But uh, okay, mm-hmm. uh, if they did, that'd be cool. Uh, and maybe like uh, I don't know, like big bottles of ketchup because dads love ketchup, and then uh, maybe <laughs> like uh, a. Uh, I was kind of thinking one ingredient each, but keep going, keep going. This is good. You know, there's no wrong answers. Well, why do you pick your favorite one of those? We each put one thing in. Like, I just put in one thing, my dad, and uh, <laughs> Glenn put one thing in, 2020 Vision. So Although it sounds your... like Glenn wants to change what he's putting into wallet chain. <sighs> okay. Yeah, because that way you think your dad will never lose the wallet, and then your dad will never like be not without his ID and stuff, which is always important to have on you. Um, I would like to put in uh, also Daryl's dad. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so we've got <laughs> Daryl's dad, a wallet chain, another version of Daryl's dad. Gosh, what do I want to throw in here? Um, I think I'd put in a copy of um uh, the book Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, which is all about a son and a father. And, you know, I thought that was a really good book, so I'd put that in there. And then maybe also, like, in the book so it still counts as one item, I'd put, like, a link to a Google sheet that has a list of a whole bunch of other really good books about fatherhood. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> What about you, Peyton? Two knives, one for each dad. <laughs> okay, Peyton. Hey, Peyton, let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought about what? Hold, like holding, instead of holding just one knife, what if you had two knives? No, Glenn, what? Well, now that you've said it, that, well, now that you've said it, that's all I'm going to think Wait, about. It's just I kind just of the logical end result of this. supposed to be for one dad. If we're having more than one dad, I don't think why I can't put in a bunch of other stuff, like some flannel and maybe some chewing gum. Oh, you uh, know, that is, chewing gum is important. You go, go ahead, Ron, take us out. Just throw in everything you want to throw into this dad gumbo. Let's do it. Okay. Let's see. A Kentucky State Magnet. A, Ooh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, one of those big, those big pens that doesn't really work very well, and the end <laughs> is kind of chewed off. But they also never run out of ink for some reason. Ron, yeah. this is redundant. You're just describing my dad. Keep going. <laughs> I would throw in like a, a remote that's been chewed up by a dog, and then uh, I would throw in like uh, a napkin that somebody sneezed into, and then um, unused <laughs> bottle of hand sanitizer, and then a Ooh, real good. Um, maybe just a few like packing boxes, like uh, like an Amazon box or something, and then you know a stuffed animal or something, but then. Also, some some naughty sex things. Okay. <laughs> All right. A good board game. And then a wide-ruled notebook paper. Um, and um, a watch from Rite Aid. <laughs> well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to our first ever Daddy Day college show. Thanks to all of our Patreon supporters for sending in all those great questions. We couldn't get to all of them, but thank you for sending them anyway. You can find out more and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeons and dads. That's the end of the show, everyone. That's the end Thanks of Saturday Night Live. Thanks to our musical guest, Sting. <laughs> Thanks to 21 Pilots. Happy Father's Day. Maybe you don't celebrate Father's Day, but just in case, we're celebrating it for you by being your fathers. Happy Father's Day. Hold on. Sorry, Beth. I do need to jump in there. We are not your fathers in any sort of financial obligation sense. We <laughs> legally, that was a legally, sign this legally, we are not that says your fathers. Dungeons and Daddies LLC is not your fathers. Happy Father's Day. I'm legally all your fathers. If you send me uh, a stationery with a legal letterhead, I will settle. Instantly. <laughs> 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 Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Ha ha ha!
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Rocket Money. Listen, you have subscriptions that you forgot about. I guarantee you, you have subscriptions that you're paying for. You're paying for every month that you don't even use anymore. Or sometimes you sign up for something and you sign up for something and the, the day later you don't even realize it. Rocket Money can cancel those subscriptions for you in a single click. And they'll even help negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. You just submit a picture of a bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money, for those of you who don't know, personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place with one tap. If you see something you don't want, you just help cancel it just by tapping your fingers. And their dashboard shows you monthly spending compared to last month so you can see where your habits are, see how you're doing, see how the trend lines are going. They can help you create a custom budget and keep your spending on track. Rocket Money is over 5 million users and saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddies. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddies. Rocketmoney.com slash daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by KiwiCo. It's time. Kiwico. It's summertime. You ever do outdoor stuff in the summer? I would ride bikes. No, I've never gone no, outside. What, never gone. What, well, uh, not, in, not in Phoenix. Yeah. Did you bike ride when you were like out in the summer or would you just bake? So when I was in Tucson, when I was like bike riding age and yeah, we would just bake alive. The asphalt was so hot. And then by the time I was in Phoenix, I was in college, you know, who rides bikes? I do to get to class and yeah. to get to other places. And it was very hot. Yes. So okay. KiwiCo is inviting kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first ever summer adventure series. Ooh. Kids from two years old to teens can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks with enriching content and fun activities to accompany each project. They have something for everyone and they offer different topics for each age, whether your child wants to explore space Hell or learn yeah. about dinosaurs yes. or learn about how dinosaurs were killed by an object from oh space. My God. I do have to say, looking at the KiwiCo website, there is a physics project for kids age five and up that is pinball? Are you freaking kidding Yo, me? I'm looking at this marble oh, roller coaster. KiwiCo encourages kids to get outside, explore, and to stay off their screens. Awesome projects from the Summer Adventure Series like the Bottle Rocket Kit, where you build an actual bottle rocket, but not the kind that you light with a lighter. Help to turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. And, and Matt, as the parent in the room here. Yeah. Keeping your kid busy and creatively challenged. Constant struggle. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to avoid those screens. Then you got it. That's you gotta, the problem is that screens made them. Oh my God. Really screens make it way. so easy, but you want to avoid those screens. So you got to come up with fun stuff to do activities oh. and like, look, you got a whole range, but you know how like you think you're prepared and you've got like a whole list of things. You're like these activities this is going to last until my kids in college. No. You were now them by like age no. four. KiwiCo does like, like, all the marshmallows with no. toothpicks and all the all the like make your own water. But I've done all these things. KiwiCo's doing that legwork for you, so you can spend quality time just tackling the projects together. It must be nice, Matt, to be able to do these and just be like, I don't have to think. I can just play with do it. it. Convenient and personalized, you'll receive either all your summer adventure crates at once or weekly for six weeks. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get twenty percent off on your summer adventure series at KiwiCo.com/slash/summerdaddies. That's the best code we've gotten That's so really far. Good. That's really good. Twenty percent off your summer adventure at kiwi k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash 
Summer Daddies. One word, Summer Daddies. Dungeons and Dads is brought to you this week by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect... Or are we? Or are we? Aura. We Aura. Aura Frames. Aura Frames. If you've got pictures of seals, I know where you should go. Crank them onto your Aura Frames and give it to your mom. There's a big scroll that you're like, I got to take a picture of that. (laughs) (laughs) Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames. You can put pictures of seals on there if you want. You can put pictures of Seal, the singer, on there if you want. They allow you to share display. You can put other like gross stuff on them for your goon room. It's true. It allows you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload Make and share a goon photos. room your mom's comfortable walking into. <laughs> <laughs> Via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame. Listen to this, Anthony, with preloaded photos and memories. There we Dude, go. Dude, I Meta preloaded gooning. my Aura frame with pictures of Pitbull and Pitbulls. So sometimes I get Mr. Worldwide and sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> No matter just, what, you win. I'm just being silly. I have great photos on my Aura frames, and I love it. It's so a there. great Mother's Day gift this year, Beth. You could give my... I already did. I did it for last month. Yeah, I got one for my mom, too. You Moms did. fucking love Moms it. Love Moms love this shit. Moms love it. So for Aura. From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an Aura frame. That's like frame. a goon room that... for a mom is just photos of your kids. Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and select it. Go in there of... and you see how long you can go without calling your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and selected is one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use the code DUNGEONS at checkout for your mom to save. Terms and conditions apply. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. Most of the time when you talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Oh, I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a would have been a smarter move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, no. because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. Hi. Fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, 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 B12. That one came out weird. It was wrestling here for vitamin B12. Vitamin D, B12. That's why this is all this is Oh, oh, we're going to Zerxic. Folate, vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would you imagine. say that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh, my pills, <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash daddies. This deal is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Deal. Steal is one for the money 
and two for the great vitamins you're getting. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, HayaHealth.com slash daddies and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.